No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it wrong. Podcast can take mature content. If you simply express by the host, announcer, those are the hosts. Discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on places where you can find people having sex on the internet. Smacking a raw. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with my co host. Just one right now. We might have two. Uh, we'll see. She is host of the Sheely Showcase Inside the Mind of In the Crowd and Story Time with. Miss Katie Kizzy, baby. Hey. So there, Cater Tot, Sultan of Step on Me, uh, Goddess of the Gangland, uh, <laughs> so many, so many nicknames. Uh, just so you know, the original plan for the show was me, Katie, Vince, and Matt from a pro wrestling podcast with Matt and friends. Unfortunately, Matt is not feeling well. I was unable to make the show today. So then I'm like, you know what? We'll just go the three of us. Um, I talked to Vince 10 minutes ago. He said he was on his way. Uh, still not here. I couldn't hold you guys up any longer. So Vince may or may not show up. And depending on how long it takes him to show up, depends on if I'm going to give him an intro or if I'm just going to just let him join the call and fuck it. He doesn't get one today. We'll see. <laughs> if it hits 15 minutes before he shows up, he's not getting an intro. I'm not introducing him. I feel like that's. I feel like that's fair. I got a little timer up there. It says live, 12 minutes, 35 seconds. He's got till it hits 15. I see it. Um, <clears throat> Katie, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Headache. I might have pulled something in my leg. Um, I don't know when, but it like kind of hurts. So that's fun. I had a rough day until that uh, income tax return hit, and now I'm feeling pretty good. So. <laughs> Shit got paid. We're good. Much better. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to break down the week in wrestling as we always do and finish up with a smash or pass of Elimination Chamber. Uh, I Oh, nice. Congratulations, Will. You got a new washer. Um, I did not stay up till three in the morning for the pre-show, four in the morning for the main show. Uh, Katie went to bed and woke up and watched it. And we talked about that in the beginning of the show. I don't know what the fuck Vince did because he's not here to talk to us. Um, <laughs> maybe he'll tell us. Maybe he won't. We'll see. Um, so I watched it at like 10 in the morning. Or no, it was 840. It was 840 when the replay finally uploaded. And then yep. I got to like the men's chamber, cut that halfway through, had to go do some shit, came back, finished the show. So... We are going to talk Elimination Chamber at the end of the show, smash or pass the show, let you know how we felt about it, do our normal shit. And speaking of our normal shit, I have things to plug, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost, thank you for joining us if you're watching us live either at twitch.tv slash creationworld, where if you have an Amazon Prime account, you have Prime Gaming. If you have Prime Gaming, 
You can link it to your Switch account and get a free sub every single month. Costs you nothing. You're paying for Prime Gaming. This is just a little fucking bonus for all the shit that you're already paying for, for that fast delivery and discounts and whatever else. It's there. It costs you nothing, but you can give it to your favorite content creator. It could be me. Could be Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay over at the Sheely Showcase. It could be the Will Gray down in the chat over at Rivet City Radio or anyone else on Twitch that entertains you and you enjoy. Please show them your support and give them that because it helps them with the content that they create to entertain you, which is why we're here. Speaking of entertaining you, which is why we're here. If you're not watching us on Twitch, you may be watching us over at youtube.com slash creation world, where it is free to like, to subscribe, to comment. Katie. What does that do? I can't do an nice right now. I'm still stuffed up. <laughs> Boost the algorithm helps find new listeners. Boost the algorithm helps find new listeners. We stole that from Will and we use it every show because we love him so much and it's such a genius way to put it. It gets us exposure. It helps people find us so that they can enjoy us the way you do. And the way you enjoy me is important because I am a what, Katie? Whore. For your likes, for your comments, for your entertainment. I am here to whore myself out on the internet for you. Don't tell my wife I said that. Um, <clears throat> what that means is everything we're doing here is for you guys to be entertained. So show us that we are doing a good job by liking, by commenting, by subscribing. And when you do that, it lets more people see us so that they can enjoy and experience the same way you do, whether it is missionary, doggy, whatever you prefer to enjoy your experience with Matt Ritter as whatever position you like to listen to podcasts in, they can too, or whatever theirs is. Maybe it's reverse cowgirl. Who knows? I'm here to satisfy via audio only. Anything else you got to pay my wife and talk to her. She she's my pimp. Um, <clears throat> so with all of that said, I also need one more favor. If you're over at YouTube, flick the bean for me, please just please flick the bean, hit that notification bell, get notified every time we go live, whether it is every Saturday at 11 PM central midnight Eastern for smacking it raw every other Sunday, including not this Sunday, but next Sunday for getting off where Katie me and Justin, if he does show up, uh, and possibly will, because he still hasn't gotten back to me in 100% confirmed, uh, are covering Resident Evil. The entire movie franchise, not the video games, not the TV show, the movie franchise, Mila Jovovich, all of that, doing it. Um, will says he's already seen all of these, so he should be there. So you'll at least get three, probably four of us. We'll see how next week goes. Um, <clears throat> and there's this thing. It's called the creation conversation. It's on a bit of a hiatus, but we will be back. Uh, I will be discussing that with Travis tomorrow. You guys will find out very soon when and how we will be coming back in the format. We will be, and you guys will find that live when it drops in its new format. Once that returns, we took last week off, should be coming back in some way, shape or form this next week. From what I understand, we'll let you guys know more via our socials, whether it's at it's creation world, or EATI world on all social medias or facebook.com slash creation world, which is also a place you guys can watch us live. You don't get an intro because you took 15 minutes to get here. And I said, if you don't get here before the 15 minute mark, I'm not introducing you. So hi. Yeah. Okay, cool.
whatever. Uh, I can't click, like, my mouse is being weird, so I can't click on shit. So you know how, like, when you're, like, hovering over stuff, you get, like, the little, like, glove hand or whatever? It's not letting me click on stuff, so I have to, like, double-click it. And so I won't be helpful in that regard, but I'm here. So you're telling me you say some out-of-pocket shit and I put you in the in the waiting room, you, you can't come back unless I bring you back? I mean, I can't hover over it. Like, I can try to double-click it and see if it works, but there's no guarantee that it'll work. But then now also my phone's being weird about it. So it's like just all kinds of sort of issues. All right, all right, all right. Uh, well, we just finished plugging all of our, our our intro shit, and we are on that point of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe takes center stage for news and rumors. Yeah, that's me. Um, so WWE World, which I'm guessing is like access from what I've been understanding, uh, will happening will be happening many week, April fourth through the eighth. Uh, before anyone asks, no, I didn't buy anything for it yet. Leave me alone. I might. We'll see. I don't even know if I want to go. Oh, tax Could returns be. are coming back, Katie. You, you'll be good to go. We know you make millions of dollars with all these tickets and shit you buy, so your tax returns got to be... Literally not true. No, it's not true at all. I don't make millions. Of... If I made lot. millions of dollars, I wouldn't be in the predicament I'm in now. <laughs> so, I only make millions of dollars. This, these are blasphemous lies. If you weren't spending millions of dollars on tickets to every show that happens in the United States of America, then you wouldn't be in that predicament. I'm not I'm not spending millions of dollars going to these shows. I, am I going to Revolution next week? No. I'd tell I'd say the same thing if I were you. I wouldn't tell anyone I was going. I'd go there. I'd be <laughs> in an all black hoodie with the hood up and, so nobody noticed me. Oh, like Sunlisteco and Jimmy Uso just show up with like a hoodie, mm -hmm. just show up, fuck things up. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. And so that's happening. Uh, tickets are on sale now. It's I yeah. It's basically just like normal WrestleMania access. Bunch of shit exhibits. Then you can pay for like autographs and stuff after the fact. Uh, so that's the thing. I <clears throat> be having my own version of WrestleMania access, but in Tennessee because I'm going to have access to wrestle the will gray you guys probably nude oh there you go consensually uh will you're in the chat will it be consensually I i'd hope so do i have your permission to strip butt naked oil myself up and wrestle with you i should probably okay. also check with kate you yeah, maybe i mean hasn't Just she maybe. usually given you the okay to anything as long as it wasn't uh, from the the opposite gender yeah, generally, I'm allowed to do whatever I want as long as it has a penis. Oh, there you go. So, anyways, um, <laughs> I can't stand on you guys. Uh, Malachi Black, we know him, we love him, has a, I think it's a YouTube thing that they're doing it's called Dark Prospects. It's the gym that him and Zelina opened up in like that they built and everything and it's showcasing like the new talent that are going there and i guess tony shivani was like doing commentary for the first like main event that they were doing over there so it's pretty cool to see new up-and-comers and malachi getting to work with some of these younger kids and all that kind of stuff yeah <coughs> up-and-comers did i mention that i'm going to tennessee for wrestlemania anyway continue 
I can't stand you. Um, Jennifer Pepperman if, <laughs> uh, will be the new VP of content development for AEW. For those who don't know, she used to write for WWE and then didn't. Uh, was partly responsible for a lot of racist things happening on scripts. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be really good for all the talent in AEW that already aren't getting fucking showcased. I'm usually all about, you know, hey, women backstage, let's go! No, if you're gonna be a racist piece of shit, fuck off. I don't want you there. That's why we don't advocate for Tessa getting a job. Fuck Tessa Blanchard. Crimson chin-looking bitch. How she still gets hired is beyond me. Yeah. I hate her so much. Ugh. Um, Val Venus is transphobic. That's that's a thing that also happened this week. Oh, that's been going on. He's all it's, sorts of fucked up. It's yeah, been but going on. But. This week he specifically targeted like a Cody Rhodes fan, decided to like save that person's uh like picture right on their flag and be just the worst piece of shit ever trying to use religion to justify his bigotry maxi i know you're very but that is the only real use for religion at this point in time in 2024 is to justify your bigotry I can't because if, my if anyone actually paid attention to what they should in the Bible, it's the stuff about Jesus and being Christ-like, which is accepting literally everyone. Exactly. And not, not isolating people due to their, their beliefs, their gender, their sexual orientation, any of that. Jesus, he himself, who said, be like me, didn't do any of that shit. Jesus hung out with whores and gays and lepers and everybody loved everybody and then he's like you should also love everybody and they're like yeah except for all of the people that uh don't fit what we think makes a good christian because we're the ones that should decide not you even though we follow you it's all fucked up so yeah yeah fuck them they and fuck valvinas yeah ditto what did i call him on my show stupid bald-headed motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that was like not a context <laughs> intended to me, in the, in which the I kind of expected. I was popping off on my intro. I will say I was very proud of myself. Um, last thing, Forbidden Door numero tres at Arthur Ashe because everything's in New York apparently for them too. Uh, June twelfth. That is a that is a Saturday, I think. I don't actually remember, but I. <laughs> Listen, Ziggles, Ziggles won a title. Maybe Ziggles will show up at Forbidden Door. I'd be okay with that. Which title did Ziggles win? Um, I don't know. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, this is a long time coming. He deserves it. I made a promise that we wouldn't talk about uh, he who shall not be named now that he is no longer with WWE. Um. However, rumors and speculation say that after winning a championship over in New Japan Pro Wrestling, their television title, 
uh, he may be showing up at Forbidden Door. Um, listen, not that I'm not that I'm currently paying for AEW pay per views, but you put that motherfucker on TV, you can guarantee I'm not buying a Forbidden Door pay per view. You can guarantee I am never tuning into anything. They didn't know you felt that producing. strongly against Dolph Ziggler. No, not Ziggles. Ziggles Which didn't win the TV title. The global title, apparently. Thank you, Justin. Which is not a world title because according to AJ Styles, the globe is round and the earth is flat. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Alan later. He's he's oh yeah. He's in that he's in that race. Outside of my feelings about how they book things and this and that and blah blah blah. Um the new hiring of the uh <coughs> person that katie mentioned in news and rumors the idea that they might bring in this piece of trash for forbidden door because of their relationship i am honestly like the only there are a couple things keeping me from keeping me tuning in every week and once Mm -hmm. they end i don't know i really don't know i'm having a rough time with them on a daily basis vince i need you to stop playing with your pussy on camera no, I understand the AEW thing. Also, I I got issues with Hugh must not be named um, beating one of their top talents in eight minutes. Like what the fuck? That's where I have an issue with it, and I don't even fucks with New Japan like that. I got issues. Who did they beat for the title? Tanahashi. But isn't he booking the show now? So he booked himself to lose? This could have been... Listen, we don't know when that decision was made. But regardless, why would you do that to yourself? You're booking! Book yourself to win! The fuck? Well, look, so, hold on. Right what? there, What's... I can't be mad at the booking because if you're booking the matches and you book yourself to lose your own match, then that's on you. You can't really... Like, I'm not trying to be an apologist, but like, the that, crowd like, literally had no reaction. They were dead silent after he won the title. That's let's that's talk the about Booker's fault at that point. Let's know? talk about a couple things. One, uh, we, we already ran through AW. Uh, everyone knows the fucked up situation with WWE and Vince McMahon, which uh, we are not letting that off the hook in any of the horrid, terrible. We've talked about that at length over the last couple episodes of Vince McMahon's mm. despicable actions. And again, fuck Vince McMahon. New Japan, since Tanahashi took over, has cut ties with stardom and hired Matthew Riddle and put him in a prominent position on TV, defeating the Booker. Um, Not the trajectory, uh, if you're trying to break into North America and be a prominent figure in North America, that I think you should be taking is cutting your ties with the promotion that is women's wrestling is there's a big women's wrestling boom here in North America. Um, and also hiring someone that we kicked the fuck out of North America <laughs> and hoped never would return uh, to our TVs. So yep. uh, Tanahashi, Tamagotchi, if you're listening, uh, you need a reset. You're fucking up. Uh, not so much an ace right now. You're more of that choker card in the pack that nobody wants right now. With the moves you're making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else you got, Katie? That was it. All right. 
I guess it's time to talk about the week in wrestling. Yes. Uh, I'm going to kick it off because uh, I think I'm the only one, raise your hand if I'm wrong, uh, that watched Rampage. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> no. Did you have notes from Rampage? No. <laughs> I actually didn't write notes from Rampage. <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> I watched. Yeah, I was talking to Katie because she raised her hand when you looked down as you were laughing. I know you didn't watch Rampage. No, no, I was not no answering your there. question. I, was I nine like, times I... out of ten watch Rampage. Nine times out of ten. So I'm swallowing everything women on Rampage. This is what we got this week. We got Mariah May versus Anna J, which was a fun match outside of aesthetics. We got uh, Sky Blue and Julia Hart doing a backstage vignette talking about how they're going to dig three graves, one for Stat, one for Willow, and one for Stokely. And I love that combination. Again, and then backstage, we have Soraya and Harley. Soraya announces that her brother, Zodiac Zach, for those of you who have seen Fighting With My Family or are familiar with anything British wrestling, is now All Elite. That she mm-hmm. planned on hooking Zach up with Ruby Soho, and Ruby fucked it all up. And then Harley, who is my favorite part of all of this, who has just <laughs> been thirsting over Soraya, just starts talking about how everyone in their family's sexy, and she kind of wants to. I feel like she's trying to get a little brother sister tag team action going on. Soraya's like, she's feral. Stay away from her. Just she drooling. Also sprayed her with a bottle. And she was just know. like had her mouth open. <laughs> it was so fantastic. I dude, I loved it so much. So everything women that happen on Rampage, the match, the vignette, the backstage interview, regardless of how people feel about Soraya, I'm enjoying what she's doing with Ruby and the story that they're telling. I enjoy the shit out of everything Harley Cameron's been doing. I haven't liked her when she was she was the comedic relief of QTV, which it needed because it kind of sucked. So like mm-hmm. she's killing it in these roles that they're putting her in. So like, yeah, fuck yeah. Shout out to Harley Cameron. So swallow everything women on rampage. Fuck yeah. Look at you. Look at you watching rampage. I was in a Proud. fairly good mood on Friday. So I love that for you. <laughs> Um, Katie, you were here on time. Spit or swallow? <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with your theme here. I'm swallowing Ruby Soho and Angelo Parker. Listen, I have said it numerous times. That's a hot ass fucking couple right there. That they're hot, both of them separately together. Not as hot as the hot. chili peppers on Vince's pants. Uh, <laughs> that's actually my cat Christmas the pajamas. Christmas theme. Unless you're talking about something else. Unless you're talking about something else. Is it the size of a chili pepper? Because if it's the size of a chili pepper... I'm a a grower, not a shower. Fair enough. Okay, so Ruby Soho and Angelo Barker. uh, You know, Ruby's all fired up about Soraya being like, I wanted to hook you up with my brother, and you fucked this up, and all this shit, and Ruby's like, I will fight you. I will end you. You I, you kept saying I needed you when you needed me. I love it. Because, like, Soraya wasn't doing anything. She was just, Ruby was doing all the fighting. Soraya was kind of just there. 
to be fair, uh, <laughs> what was the last time you actually won a match, Ruby? Talking a lot of shit about beating people's asses, and I can't remember the last time you picked up a W. I also haven't been watching Rampage. Uh, I don't know if Dark is still a thing. Definitely not watching that. No. It hasn't been for at least recently. a year. So there might have been a match in there I missed somewhere in the last few months because of that. But from everything I've seen on Dynamite when you've shown up, you've been taking a lot of L's. You're talking kind of kind of wild for someone who ain't won a match in a while on TV. Minus what I, mean, I may have too. missed. Listen, regardless, if we're probably going to get like a mixed tag. Saraya and her brother versus Ruby and Angelo. <clears throat> Harley's just in the corner in a cage because she's fucking feral and needs to be stopped. Or Harley can be the last ref. Who fucking knows? I don't know. I'm, a, <laughs> that would I'm excited for Zach Zodiac. Uh, I'm curious to see what He's he can do. He's scary looking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this, but uh, essentially WWE thought that he was just a journeyman that would go nowhere and would fuck himself. Like It's a whole thing in Fighting With My Family where they talk about him and why he never made it to WWE and Paige did. It's a great time. I don't know if it's historically accurate, but it's good enough for me. I, I believe it, everything. But... And sure. Ford's pal. Hey, Vince Vaughn said it. If Vince Vaughn said it, it's got to be true, right? Yeah. Okay, Vince, I'm done picking on you. Spit or swallow. So I'm gonna swallow the main event of Monday Night Raw. I'm just gonna get to like the one of the best things on Raw, and Jay Uso versus Gunther was fantastic. It didn't surprise me whatsoever because it's Jay Uso and it's Gunther, and Gunther has been like a fantastic wrestler, a fantastic storyteller within between the ropes. And it got to that final crescendo where you thought Jay had it. And then, granted, I knew there was going to be foul play on, on the outside from the bloodline, specifically Jimmy Uso, considering the fact that they did interfere in the opening of Monday Night Raw as well. But, you know, jumping back and forth there. So Jimmy goes ahead, hits the ring bell, distracts the referee because, like, okay. That's I where I take issue with this. Hold up. Because, like, the referee saw Jimmy and could have gone back and finished the count and given Jay the win once he realized that the – Yes. But he didn't. And I'm like, okay, suspending disbelief and sitting there just watching the ref stand there dumbfounded, like, what are you doing? And, like, completely forgetting what the fuck is going on and what your actual job is. Maybe maybe, maybe he has the ADHD and he got hyper-focused on Jimmy with the ring. But I was like, you're not supposed to be doing it. Why are you doing that? Regardless – that botchery from the referee is not excusable, but the way they did it was in the way where it's up to the interpretation of the viewer where within someone's mind can be like, oh, well, Jay was going to win right there, if not for Jimmy, but then also people can look at it. I'm like, well, that's a way for Gunther to like technically Kind of looked like he could have lost the title, but not look weak in the process with Jay. I thought it was a fairly fair contest up until that last point, but they have to set up Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania somehow, and they've planted the seeds for it on Monday. So I love the match. I love the setup. So swallowing that. I can't wait to get Uso versus Uso at WrestleMania. I'm so excited. It's like when you super and your... Uh, super kick. Super it's kick. like... 
It's like when you and your friend pick the same character in the fighting game, and then one of you guys get the regular one, and then the other person gets like the blue version or the alternate attire looking color of that wrestler. So that's what it's going to feel like. What video game are you playing where you pick the same character as someone, and one person comes out regular and one person comes out blue? Um, so I can't specifically think of a game, but like more of those old school fighting games, like let's say I went with like, I don't know, Ryu or whatever, and then you go with Ryu as well, you're going to have like a different color palette swap. Okay, blue of gear. Yeah. In my head, I was picturing no, no, they, they... Jey Uso, and then Jey Uso if he joined the Blue Man group, and I'm like, I don't know where Vince got this idea from. No, gear, gear, nah, dog. Okay, okay, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm sorry, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try to specify it. Non-blue skin attire. I did enjoy Jimmy like yelling at Jay, you'll never win a singles title while I'm here. I love that. We have WrestleMania Arcade. He was, uh, shout to Young Kings Wrestling. This is their thing. They coined it. That's their thing. But Jay out here trying to come for that player hater of the year award. And I can't wait until next year. Jimmy, Jimmy, my fault, my fault. Um, they're, They're so similar. You can't even tell them apart. Yeah, exactly. You have no idea who was wrestling Gunther and who showed up. Big goon. Yeah, that. Listen, I just woke up from a nap from like like 30 minutes ago. Just give me a sec to fully wake up. I couldn't wake up for a pay-per-view. I barely woke up in time for for the podcast. Well, you better wake the fuck up because my next swallow is also from Monday Night Raw. And it's what I dubbed the truth line, ladies and gentlemen. It is the segment with Jackie Redmond. And our truth, where he goes in depth on uh, his new friends, DX, DIY. Um, he's wearing a poncho, even though it wasn't raining. He talks about joining the Judgment Day being like the first time John Cena put on jorts. Like everything truth did here was fucking amazing. And I loved it so much. He is hands down the best part of the Judgment Day. And if you go listen to the latest episode of Get Your Podcast, you will hear Vince even admit that I have been right about Finn Balor. He'll never admit that I've been right about Dominic Mysterio because he loves him too deeply. What? That I he's even the feel best like, luchador in all of Lucha Libre? I, I, I swear I even heard Vince say verbatim, the longer this goes, I feel like we're getting closer and closer to Matt being right about Damian Priest only being able to cash in his money in the bank for the NXT championship. Listen, that's that's very true. And if you'd like to see me agree with Matt, because I hardly ever do it on this show, go ahead and check out the Get Show podcast, the latest episode. We had the Will Gray. We had made a lot of culinary puns, so it was very flavorful. Yeah, you guys so. were trying hard on that one. Not initially, and then I tried to like like sneak them in there. You know, we ran out of lube, so it's just gonna have to force the puns in there sometimes. But it was consensual, so it was all good. Outside of Rhea Ripley, who I don't even really consider part of Judgment Day anymore, like she's Dom the leader of out. Judgment Day. She listen, she does her own shit now. She's not like barely even hangs out with them anymore. Dom doesn't come out with her anymore. I didn't see him tonight ringside watching mommy whoop she some ass which we're going to talk she, about later she, she doesn't need that her her. she's whooping ass on her own similar to like gunther 
So is Gunther not part of Imperium because you don't see him uh, hanging around with Imperium or Imperium? He's does. with Imperium every week. No, every week. Not. not every yes. single week. No. And they come out with him all the no. time. He they was not around with him in the middle of the ring a couple weeks ago. They, they were not around well. each other on Monday Night Raw this past week. Okay, one week. Bree yeah. hasn't been with Judgment Day for like a month. That's not. I just I feel like I feel like Rhea realized what she had in Dominic Mysterio and Dom had to downgrade to JD, which I mean, hey, whatever he's into, you know. <laughs> I Ironically enough, head. it's big enough. <laughs> Ironically enough, I feel like come Monday Night Raw this upcoming week, we're gonna see Rhea right next judgment day together, and that's just it's gonna make me laugh. If it comes we're gonna see Rhea come out until judgment day to go fuck themselves. How dare you kick out our truth? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, but going uh, circling back to that whole conversation about Judgment Day with our truth. One shout to our truth for being the funniest man in the world, talking about how he arrived in Austria and the funny was there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what do I do now? Do I go home? I he he wasn't at the arena. That was a genius way. If it was, if it was by WWE creative to be like, we need to find an, an ingenious way. To as to why our truth wouldn't show up and fuck things up at uh elimination chamber, he wasn't there. They retained uh, pause, save that for later. Um, but yeah, all good stuff there. Uh, love our truth, I agree with you. He's been one of the best parts of Judgment Day recently, not the best part of Judgment Day overall. That's Rhea Ripley, she proved it on uh, on the pay per view. Visually. Don't talk about my woman like that. Miney Mo, catch a co-host by its toe. If they holler, let them go. Eeny, meeny, miney. Katie, spit or swallow. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Um, I knew that was coming. <laughs> to the surprise of no one. I'm swallowing Chad Gable versus Ivar because god damn it, we put respect on Chad Gable's name always. Scrappy do. Scrappy dappy do in the best way possible. Okay. He's just so fucking good and his stalling suplexes he does always phenomenal. But I'm like the bigger guys. It's so fucking cool to see. It was a hell of a match. He finally got the win over Ivar after the torment they have been putting the Alpha Academy through for the past month. I want to see Chad Gable at WrestleMania in some type of match. I don't care what the fuck it is, but that's what I want and that's what I deserve. He is going to be in a multi-person tag team match for the tag titles or in the Andre Battle Royal. They don't Which really we don't do, do anymore, so... On they do it on SmackDown. Well, then it's not at WrestleMania. Okay, so then there, there's the answers because that's honestly all they're gonna do because they're not gonna be. Pers- Unfortunately, it looks like what they're Gunther Chad Gable for the IC title one more time. Chad wins it at WrestleMania. I would. I want that for you, Katie. I just don't think that's gonna. I want happen. that for myself. Hey, I can fucking dream. That's. We all have to have. Dream, you know, like I dream every single day that they'll use my Latinos over on SmackDown better than they have been the last couple of weeks. But you know, 
Might have to wait for Rey Mysterio to show back up for that. To I be dream highlighted. every night about what it looks like when Vince Spitzer swallows. Uh, well, you won't have to dream about that very long because my <laughs> next swallow is the opening of Monday Night Raw, the Cody Rhodes versus Drew McIntyre match. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and lump it in here as well. Like uh, Drew McIntyre versus LA Knight on SmackDown. Drew McIntyre <laughs> in general has been a breath of fresh air. I had him as one of my winners on Getcho. I didn't get a chance to actually say it on air because we were running long with the stuff. But I'll do it now. Drew Daddy Mac, I'm swallowing him on the roll with the uh, with the jabs that he has on CM Punk, with all the like all the memes he's doing on social media. This is the best character work. He's dubbed himself the savior of WrestleMania in a multitude of ways. Not only did he, according to commentary, the way they described it on the pay per view. He sacrificed himself and his own personal objectives to take out CM Punk personally in that Royal Rumble. He prayed for that man's downfall and succeeded in that regard. Started making merchandise off of his name, which according to Punk, he gets more royalties than Drew McIntyre. Who knows what the true story is there. He goes over to SmackDown, has a banger match with LA Knight. That was fantastic. He's doing great work, but then also, not only did he save WrestleMania by taking out CM Punk, according to these words, allegedly, he also t- is taking credit for why Cody Rhodes decided to backpedal and choose Roman Reigns and leave that world title scene alone and allowing him to finish the story. According to Drew, he's the one that motivated Cody to finish the story. So, swallowing Big, uh, Big Daddy Drew. Daddy, On that man. note, uh, fuck Adam Pierce. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Aggressive. Cody okay. loses to Drew because Solo had to re up his mania screw job from last year, mm-hmm. which is why we need a brand split so these things don't happen. And what does Adam Pierce do? He's like, don't worry, Cody. I'm going to find him. No, don't fucking find him. Arrest his ass. <laughs> Get him the fuck off this brand. Where's my goddamn brand split? You know what? Yeah. Yes. Nick Aldis would have had him arrested. Nick Aldis would have had him hauled out in cuffs because Nick Aldis is a real motherfucking GM. I am Aldis- SmackDown. Fuck Adam Pierce and Raw. Nick Aldis for <laughs> WWE Booker of the Year. Nick Aldis. He, he's, Listen, he gets H- my... HBK H- 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 gets my vote. I I also loved how angry Pat McAfee was at the whole finish of the Drew match, and then the Telestrator. Yeah, <laughs> the Telestrator. I fucking back. love Pat McAfee. <laughs> that was hilarious. Hilarious. All right. Um. Uh, let's go to uh, the women. Let's talk. Liv Morgan explaining swallow. By the way. Um, we had a brawl for everything Elimination Chamber uh, on Raw. So Liv came out and explained to Becky, like, listen, I hear you. You need to prove that you're the best. You're already the man. You've already main evented WrestleMania. You don't. That means absolutely nothing to the fact that this bitch took months of my career. Like, cool. Good for you. Lost months of my career. I deserve it more. Um, yeah, apparently Raquel showed up because she won a battle royal or some shit. Um, not important. We don't, I heard that she did come out and show out, uh, yeah. despite a, uh, a chronic up. illness. 
flare up that she had. So kudos yeah. to that. We don't I, wish ill will against anyone, regardless of how shitty they are in terms of their exterior extra curricular activities. Yeah, um, like I you could tell when they weren't zooming in on her face that she had a flare up, and you can kind of see it on her face. But the fact that she still wrestled with it in Australia, I mean, I give major props to that. Apparently, according to commentary, it was very humid in the arena, and it was very hot leading up to yeah. Elimination Chamber. So it was like a hundred fucking degrees. Yeah. Kudos, summer. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Um, I don't know if you guys realize that, but not like time zones and everything, but like <laughs> seasons are different on the other side of the world too. So like, I know winter here, summer there. <laughs> I am aware. Hemisphere. I just wasn't expecting hundred um, degrees. We had Naomi cut off Raquel, thank God. Uh, then Tiffany comes out. Bianca shuts her down. Tiffany hits Liv. They throw hands. Bianca's fighting in heels. Nia shows up, fucks everyone up because she's got to take on Mommy, so she's got to prove her shit, right? Got to yeah. smash everybody. And Didn't we matter. love when Nia fucks everybody up. <laughs> Fucks it's everyone else, not fucks up everyone else, because she has a track history of that as well. So there's a distinction. No, not kayfabe fuck up, Vince. Kayfabe fuck up. Okay. Okay. She's been very good, and I've been very, I'm, I'm very proud of like this new leaf turn Nia Jax in ring that we have seen. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go back to the past. Like I'm she's been good. She's been safe. She's been happy. She's doing a great job. Rio walks hesitant. out of that. As far as I know. Uninjured, despite one of the coolest and aesthetically pleasing submissions I've ever seen in my life. Um, so we're good, mommy. Mommy on top. Um, so yeah, everything. Uh, women's elimination chamber on Raw. Uh, the the build up to that because well, we're, we'll talk about it more, but also the match. So yeah. Uh, cater tot. Spitter swallow. Um, I will I will stick with women because women always. Um, I'm gonna swallow Lash Legend in general. Um, but NXT she put on one hell of a match with Kalani Jordan, and those two absolutely kill it every time. And then after poor Shotzi goes down with the injury, freak accident. Hate to see it. Ava, being a damn good GM, comes out and says, you all deserved an NXT women's title match. So it's now an open challenge. First person comes out here, they get the title shot. And Lash Legend, who just wrestled maybe a half an hour, maybe 45 minutes prior to that, comes out and puts on a banger with Lyra. I love loved watching Lash from like Iron Survivor to this. Everything that she's been doing in ring, I love it. I'm very happy that they're putting a focus on her. I everything left. I love. I love her. She's great. Disagree with pretty Kyle there, uh, but I agree with Katie. Lash Legend is slowly on her way to becoming a legend <clears throat> in the wrestling industry if she continues at this pace. It's very impressive. Also, shout out to like the fact that Ava Rain came out and said. It's now an open challenge, and Lash took it, and then Roxanne Perez got out of the shower and was like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) 
and like lost her shit because there goes her title shot again. You shower, you lose. Unless you're wrestling fans, please, wrestling fans, shower, wash your ass. For the love of God, please. I mean, Roxanne Perez can not shower after her match and still smell better than like 99% of men or wrestling fans to show up in arenas, anyways. So she is not you. Wash your ass. I just love that she got out of the shower, walks up, and she's like, What the fuck is going on? <laughs> she's. AJ Lee's coming out. She's crazy. Losing her damn mind. Since I mentioned Raquel winning the Battle Royal, there are a couple things that I forgot to mention about the Battle Royal. Uh, Natty's in shorts now. She's been in shorts. (laughs) She's wrestling shorts. Yeah, that's what everyone keeps telling me, but I've been paying attention to fucking anything Natty did until the Women's Battle Royal. So as far as I'm concerned, tonight was the first night Natty showed up in shorts. and Tonight? Natty. Monday night. Uh, he said, Monday night, "Daddy's in shorts tonight, and like lean all the way back." Okay, <laughs> this with his hands. Chelsea Green should have won the battle royal, and we got robbed. Agreed. Um, Electra eliminates Zelina. Michin eliminates Electra, and then Zelina and Electra fight to the back. So probably, definitely getting something uh, legato and Paquete de Lobos. Uh, there more on that later. Um, Boo Raquel for eliminating both members of the Unholy Union. That's fucked up and not right. And shame on you. Um, yep. And also props to Ivy Nile who popped off on Zoe and Shayna before getting eliminated by them. Like she had her little spotlight wow. moment. We love that little that little yeah. what? My little, my little pitbull. It, it was a fun her. battle royal. Unfortunately, once I saw that Raquel showed up, I was like, uh, she's winning this and she. And I just kind of like tuned out of anyone <laughs> winning, but enjoyed the in between, you know. Yes. Um, Vince, spit or uh, swallow. I'm gonna go back uh, <laughs> to Raw. We lightly talked about truth, but didn't mention the fact that he was in a fantastic uh, four-on-four tag team match. Judgment Day versus R Truth, The Miz, and D Generation X. They all did the cross chop on Monday Night Raw. I thought it was a really good match. Fantastic. Was it the end result that people would have preferred? Probably not, because they want you to win everything, and I can't blame them for it, but it was a fantastic As match. As you should. I can't wait till Truth takes that money in the bank from Damian Priest. <laughs> so, here's the thing. We kind of had little, like, Austin theories over on Get Your Podcast, and one of the Will's theory was that Finn and JD actually swapped out the contract inside the briefcase. Nope. I would I would that, like... When JD first was coming around, and I kind of was on that train, but it's been too long. It's been too long, and it's been so long that it's almost like, oh, I forgot about it. They're circling back to it. I wouldn't be mad if they went that route because that'd be something where, like, how I was agreeing with Matt on that episode. Maybe you start re legitimizing Finn a little bit because right now I agree with Matt. I, it took me a minute to get there, but I agree with Matt. Finn is the lowest totem pole of the members in Judgment Day. Then goes JD. Then goes, uh, depending on the week, is Damian Priest or Dominic Mysterio, depending on what they're doing. Rhea's next, and then our truth is no longer a member, so he's not on the on, on the. No, he arm. is. He's the top. Because <laughs> Rhea left. Rhea still <laughs> unofficially. <laughs> No, left. no, but that was a fantastic tag team match. I thought it was great. Uh, shout out to them. They continue to do great things in the tag team match spectrum over on the pay-per-view, which we'll talk about. But yeah, good stuff over on Raw. 
as much as I love our truth and what our truth is doing, when I saw eight man tag team match, red flag number one. Uh, when I saw DIY, who I generally love but have not been feeling what they've been doing on Raw mm-hmm. as a part of this red flag number two. And then when I saw that Finn Balor was in a match, and so was JD, red flag number three, because those are the two <laughs> people I care the least about. So I just basically just tuned out of the eight man tag. I understand for you. I understand your personal sentiments, but I just want to reiterate that these are your own personal red flags and not general red flags. All red flags are general red flags. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm just because everything's kind of intertwined. So I'm gonna finish everything I have for NXT in one big solid load. Um, and it, it's a mix of spitting and swallowing because it's a big load. I couldn't take it all. Uh, so I'm going to swallow <laughs> the fact that Thea Hale was getting conflicting dating advice. From JC and Ariana, mind you, conflicting. Well, JC gave her advice that she took a certain way, and it fucked up her date. Ariana was like, "No, you should just like worship this man and be thankful." And blah blah, blah. telling her to do. She didn't say worship it. Essentially, Ariana Grace was giving fantastic relationship advice. JC Jane was personally. Setting up intentional failure for that relationship towards Thea Hale. I mean, depending on how you look at it, Ariana's Grace might be a little too old school in her theory on how dating should go and supporting that might. Uh, anyway, um, we got JC versus Ariana. Enjoy the shit out of that. Uh, Jasmine Nix was there too. Not really sure who she is, but cool. Uh, she's trying to steal Thea's best friend. Uh, just button in. Trying to be JC's new Thea. She's all about it. So good for her. Uh, Fallon and Thea bond over how Thea fucked up her date. And Fallon realized, oh, yeah, I had two best friends that I've just kind of been ignoring for months. And now they've got problems. And that's kind of on me because I should have fucked Briggs a while ago. And I didn't. Or Jensen. No, Jensen. Jensen. No, I want to fuck Briggs. There's a difference. Um. (laughs) Along with that, okay, so it's not everything because you did talk about Lyra and Shotzi, and I just didn't delete that. So that okay, so yeah. Um, along with the Chase U stuff, we have Andre, by the way, this is all spit, and Duke trying to get a title match that was promised to them, knowing full well that Braun and Baron are little bitches and wouldn't do it. First off, the only people that deserve a title match is the fucking family. I'm going to address the fact of why we're not getting that in a moment because shout out to the Don, but you had a deal with someone else. They're no longer. What makes you think you can come in here? And then of all people, Nathan Frazier and Axiom, who the fuck are you? Why? What? Baby Rollins. What the fuck do you think you have any claim to a tag team title in any way? Share? Oh, we almost beat you. No, the this isn't horseshoes, hand grenades, or a fucking cum shot almost doesn't count. Back the fuck up. Peel the mask off, call yourself a kid, repackage yourself, and move the fuck on. At this uh, point, he's B kid. So now Chase U <coughs> had to fight Frazier and Axiom for the title shot that should go to the family anyway. Chase U wins. Then out of nowhere come the Good Brothers because apparently AJ Styles smacked Carl Anderson so hard he ran to NXT to get away from him. That was my that was my line from Get Show. Shout out, shout Thanks. out to Vince. Shout out to Vince. <laughs> uh, apparently they're here for the tag team titles because you know them collecting a check and not doing anything for the last six months seven months on raw wasn't good enough so yeah cool uh yeah good 
uh, cloud that up. But back to my boy Tony D, because again, these are his title shots. Tony goes, listen, we lost. Rizzo, you lost. It is what it is. We lost our tag team titles. It is what it is. I lost focus. I'm supposed to be the leader of this motherfucking family, and I have things I need to do. So we're not going to go for those tag team titles. We're not doing that shit. I've got bigger plans of where the family's fucking going. We need to sit down. We need to let everyone know, and anyone that has a problem with it can get the fuck out. Tony is going for that NXT championship, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Tony D'Angelo, NXT champion. Listen, if you guys thought I was obnoxious before, you wait till Tony wins that title. We're going to lose all of our followers. If if not, if not the NXT title in the intermediate, might go after the North American title and then the NXT title. No, not good enough. Not at this point. Not Tony. Nope. NXT champion. Or boss, baby. I I had him as NXT title. I had him as one of my winners uh, that I didn't get a chance to mention, so I'll mention it right now. The Don Tony D'Angelo after the tag team title loss, new re refocus on singles gold, which I long been saying that like I never got the whole oh we're gonna be a tag team like and they never felt like a tag team. It felt like two like two mismatched tag teams, even though they were on the same like faction. Maybe it has to do with the fact that Stack started off as a tag team, then his tag team partner got fed to the fishes, and then he went to AEW, and I haven't heard from him ever since. But they just never felt like a tag team. Tag team, nice. Um, so I'm 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 all for Tony D'Angelo refocusing on the NXT title picture. And look, as much as I may not love him as much as you guys. I find him more entertaining as a character, and I care to watch him more, like on my television screen, to Dragonoff. And that's not a that's not a slight at Dragonoff. Once that bell rings, I love watching that man work. But outside the the ring, I couldn't care a, a, a shit about him. Tony can go in the ring. Tony throws motherfuckers. All right, I cannot wait for Tony D'Angelo versus Ilya Dragonoff. Tony walking out champ. Just saying. That man is to earn that spot. Let's put him in that main event. Let's put him in that main event. He's my Don. Oh, he's your Dom? Don with an N. My my daughter does the same thing. I asked her to spell clean and she spells it with an M. I get it. It happens. (laughs) N. Um, Don. No, she really does. Like, I. We have this thing on our washer and dryer. You slide it. It says dirty or clean. And I'm like, spell yeah. it. And she goes, C-L-E-A-M. And I'm like, N, every time. It's an N, not an M. It's not clean. It's clean. Anyway. <laughs> She's close. Katie, spit or swallow. Um, <clears throat> oh, wait. You talked about that. Um, eh. um I'm... Okay, so I don't know, I don't know exactly what Wardlow said because I had my TV muted because my friend was FaceTiming me, but he looked fantastic and he looked angry, so I'm swallowing okay. that again. I don't so even War- know what the fuck he said. Wardlow came out and Wardlow was like, "Listen, I deserve fucking better. Stop." Remember everything I said last week? I know you weren't here, Katie, but I know you watched. Where I was like, I- "Stop sending Wardlow out for fucking jobber matches and having him squat." Yeah. He's like. 
I should be served top tier talent. I should be in the main event. I smashed this man. I smashed this man. I fucked up the MJF. I did this. I did this. I deserve better than what the fuck I'm getting. And I'm like, dude, did you listen to the show and hear what I said? Because he might have. Where the fuck did that motivation come from? But I was about it. I dude, hundred percent with you. Swallow Wardlow saying in a much better way than what I said last week. He deserves better than the squash matches and the bullshit. Respectfully disagree, but I'm glad you guys enjoyed the product. Did you watch? You don't even watch AEW. I saw the promos. Funny enough, I turned on AEW for some reason on Wednesday, and it went straight to the promo. So, so that was the first thing I saw, and the only thing I saw that I intentionally went to go look at that wasn't on social media. Okay, but let's be honest here, Vince. If you're not watching the product on a regular basis and you're not invested in a character, then a promo out of context of a character that you're not invested in isn't going to mean as much to you, correct? Disagree, but go on. What do you mean disagree? <laughs> I disagree, but go on. If I have my if, reasons for not liking Wardlow, and it has nothing to do with his booking or what he has. Then what is it? What, 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 what don't you Does like about Wardlow? He, don't you have personal beef with like a lot of fucking people? Yeah, because a lot of these fucking people that are on TV, I've I've had personal interactions with or ha- have seen them have personal interactions with others right in front of me. I was like, yeah, I don't fuck with you. It's one of the reasons I never fucked with Sammy Guevara from the jump. Never like uh, uh, Brian Pillman Jr., for similar reasons oh, and Wardlow never liked never liked any of them. So like I have like I, I don't have like a list of people that I didn't like, but these are people that I seen who that the their person was before That's getting fair. on TV. That's so fair. ever since then I soured on them. So person personal bias, I'll call it. No, that's fair. I mean, if you have personal experiences that were negative, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock you on that. What I am gonna do is ask you to spit or swallow. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna spit, and it's a preemptive spit. It's a preliminary spit. If they go in the direction of, oh Bailey, the girls jumped me. Damage control jumped me. My knee, even though she has bad knees, just like Tegan, she probably hung up with her a little bit too much now. Uh, trying to make Bailey believe that she got jumped. I don't believe Dakota for a fucking second. If anyone is an op, it is Dakota Kai. She's turned on every single person she's been associated with or aligned with in any promotion she's been in, specifically WWE. I really hope they're going in a route of like, oh, Bailey knew this too, and she just sucking her in so she can make sure she's medically cleared and just fuck up Dakota too, just like she took out and went after other members of damage control. What if they swerve when they drive, right? You're expecting <laughs> Dakota Kai yes. <laughs> to turn on Bailey, right? I like but our perception. Game. Our perception. The entire time, all of us sitting here and watching at home are expecting Dakota Kai to be part of damage control with the Kabuki Warriors and EO Sky, which, by the way, is the only wrestler my daughter actually knows the name of. When I say who's your favorite wrestler, she says Eero Sky. Um, nice. She doesn't know who, 
Like she couldn't pick her out of a fucking lineup, but she knows that name and really likes it. Um, Because I asked her repeatedly today, and she just kept saying that over and over again. Um, What if that's the setup, and instead she turns on Io and does the turn but to be a baby face with Bailey and helps Bailey get the win? I don't know if I I believe it. Even if she helps Bailey win the championship at WrestleMania, I wouldn't believe it. I would still be like, she's going to turn on Bailey at some point, and then it's going to lead to a singles match at a pay per view. I don't trust Dakota Kai. We do we do this build up. We think Dakota is she, she, and then in the match, fucking running kick to the face, Bailey gets the win. Dakota turns, but turns on the bad guys for once. The oh, I wouldn't be opposed to that. My only spit would be if they go in the routes of Bailey trusts Dakota, even though she was smart enough not to trust the rest of Damage Control, and then now she doesn't look like the smart like wrestler that like oh yeah I knew you guys were gonna jump me so I got ahead of it. So if this is a story of her getting ahead of it or Dakota legitimately being on her side. Cool, I'm all for it. But if if this is the story of Dakota Kai turning on Bailey in the lead up to WrestleMania, Bailey believing it, being gullible after she had been a very smart, productive wrestler and not trusting people, that's gonna be my only spit. And that's why it was a preemptive spit and a preliminary spit and just a premature spit. So we'll see. It all turn into a swallow if what Matt says comes to fruition. Or if it, Probably it's on fantasy book like a motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, as long as it doesn't turn out, oh, Bailey trusted Dakota and she, she shouldn't have trusted her because Dakota turns on her. As long as we don't get that, I'm for it. You want to say anything before I transition, Katie? Uh, I mean, the only thing I was going to say is that Dakota's finally fucking cleared to wrestle. So that, that could change a lot of plans that they may or may not have had. So. Vince, I agree with you. We want Bailey to be a smart wrestler. And if you want to be a smart wrestling fan, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash creation world, where for $1, you get three shows. That's a hell of a deal. That's fucking smart. You spend $1, you get return to wrestling with Matt and Travis, where we break down old school WCW starting in 1995, all the way up to the episode we were recording tomorrow morning, which is Bash at the Beach 1998. If you're also a basketball fan you might want to tune in because i don't know if you heard there was a point in 1998 where the chicago bulls faced off against the utah jazz whooped that ass won a championship uh in this case diamond dallas page and carl malone are taking on post championship win dennis rodman and hulk hogan in a tag team match in the main event so you get a two for there if you're a basketball and wrestling fan you guys also get multiverse with travis and mara where Travis Amar break down DC animated films. So if you are a fan of the DC animated universe, you want to tap in and get that. And again, everything that they've done prior to this is available for that same dollar. This is a lot of content for just a dollar a month. Again, be a smart fan. And last but not least, you get if you have to ask. There are three episodes. There is the debut episode, the pilot episode with me and my wife, Kate, where we talk I just got a message on Xbox from John, who I told not to call in during the show, that said, fuck you, Matt, won't even let me call you during your podcast. Um, (laughs) Neither here nor there. (laughs) If you have to ask, debut episode, me and my wife, Kate, am I the asshole post, episode number two, 
featuring Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe. Episode number three, featuring Bridget and Mara. Episode number four, featuring Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe again. And we have open slots. I don't know what Vince is doing tomorrow. If he wants to come on and determine if people are assholes or not and argue a little bit, he's free to. Maybe Will and Allison show up. You're not going to know until you spend that dollar and the episode drops, but we are recording that tomorrow night. Yes. If you guys pay for higher tiers, you get more shit. Again, smart. The more you pay, the more you get, including all of our shows ad-free. But since you're watching us live, we have sponsors. And Travis is here to tell you about those sponsors right motherfucking now. Happening, y'all. I know we're having a lot of fun right now, but I actually want to talk to you about something very important. Your health. You see, life is full of twists and turns, and that's why having the right health insurance matters. I want to make sure you have the coverage you need without breaking the bank. And that starts with speaking to me for absolutely no charge. Having health insurance isn't just about doctor visits, though. It's about living a healthier, happier life. Physical health and mental well-being go hand in hand. And that's why the plans I represent cover not just the physical, but the mental aspects of your health as well. And here's the deal. I'm very good at what I do. So not only can I find you the perfect plan, but I might even be able to get you one for free. That's right, free advice and a free plan. Your health is too important to compromise. So let's chat, find the right plan, and ensure your well-being. Just visit health.creationworld.com today to schedule a free consultation. The link is right here in the description. That's health.creationworld.com. Your health, your future. Every time I play that, his beard gets grayer. Um, <laughs> it's <sighs> uh, so it's on me, right? And mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up because I didn't do it on purpose. But uh, so I wrote down swallow Tony and Deanna, right? And under that, Deanna Perazzo had a match with Madison Ray. And normally when I do my my uh, shit, I put so-and-so D-E-F defeated so-and-so. Um, instead, I put Deanna D-E-D dead Madison Rain. And after what happened in the match, listen, it was a typo. It wasn't, I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, it happened, oh, but after oh, what happened in the match, damn. that's the thing. Um, but Tony defeated local talent, mocking Deanna. Deanna made her entrance, interrupting Tony's win. Deanna defeated... An unfortunate accident happened with Madison Rain during the match, but got the win. Then Tony attacks Deanna with her shoe, misses. Deanna goes after Mariah May. Tony wraps her up in the break of leg. I've been loving everything that they have been doing with this, though we hope that Madison Rain is okay. Yeah. I, never I wish. think she tweeted out that she was okay. That's good. I, I, I remember tweeting, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, we are currently covering the current week in wrestling, working our way to our smash and pass of Elimination Chamber, which should be up here shortly. Pineco Man, thanks for tuning in. Katie, spit or swallow. You keep saying pine cone, but it's pin cone. Like a pin <laughs> that's cone. That's I'm going to go with pine cone, man. I like it. <laughs> that's my worst. Um, I'm... Bidding Ric Flair's existence in AEW. Hey, why the fuck is this old ass man, Peter Patterson, 
around. Why we? He's gonna turn on Sting at Revolution and cause him the title. It's already gonna fucking happen. We know. Yes, Matt. Oh, he's a Matt fan, and I'm allowed to say his name wrong. So <laughs> I heard. I don't know if it was on Get Your Young Kings Wrestling, but they said that the documentary that's coming out is from Dwayne the Rock Johnson mm-hmm. about Ric Flair. Is that is that mm-hmm. facts? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Ric Flair was there to talk to Math and Nickelback about yep. a documentary that's being done by the man who's on the board of the company that they hate so much? I don't know if that's why he went to their EVP room. Um, but right before that, he was talking shit about, oh, I need to be doing more. I feel like I'm being wasted here. Blah, blah, blah. Complain, complain, complain. Go the fuck home, old man. He did this on... on- Television or online? Yes. No, on television. Oh, television. Okay, cool. So it was within the confines of kayfabe. Got it. <laughs> but just like go. <laughs> With Ric Flair, there's not really much that is in the confines of kayfabe that isn't also true. So like, it's it's a line that you, you got kind of have to tiptoe around. You know. Listen, if he gets in that ring at Revolution and something happens, who wins the who wins the Deadpool? Not wins the Deadpool, but gets a point. I get a, I get a point oh, fucking finally. Okay. So, it's not like Ric Flair drops dead and you get 100 points in automatic. This, <laughs> Ric Flair dying is not catching the golden snitch, all right? Imagine. Flair is the Back golden off Harry snitch. Potter reference. <laughs> Man, it's already Harry Potter reference every show. Uh, no, that means I would finally get a fucking point because I am terrible at picking Yes, people. we have. Really enjoyed yes. it. Ric Flair's actor was terrible. <coughs> oh, he was god awful. Uh, I'm with you. I, I had it as my spits as well. I don't need Ric Flair in AEW. I don't need Ric Flair no. in professional wrestling anymore in 2024. No. I don't need him in a more prominent role. I don't think he's being wasted. I think he's taking up time from people that I'd rather watch, like Deanna and Tony. Yeah. Um, and while I understand that Ric Flair isn't any longer one of the most beloved people in professional wrestling and i guess if you're trying to get heat on math and nickelback putting them together would help with that um i don't know that's the kind of heat you want on people but okay i was gonna say every time rick flair shows up this this is how you remind me that i don't want to watch this show (laughs) i would like to i would just like to also point out that when all the hogan allegations came out initially both uh the Nicholas and mathematical brother math and Nickelback whatever both of them they were still supporters of Hogan while those allegations were coming out and doing Hogan poses and doing leg drops and stuff so just want to point that out there from me to you Rick (laughs) we all just want to be big rock stars but your time has passed all right look at this photograph of you when you were important and remember that and move the fuck on. Go back to getting suplexed into a pool by Andrade. Saturday um, night's all right for fighting, but nobody wants to see you do it. I literally love this so much. Unless it, unless it leads to his unaliving and, and Katie getting the point, that's the only positive thing that Ric Flair can contribute to society in 2024. <laughs> Give Katie a point, 2024, give, please. Give Katie a point. I have no points. I have no points so far. I want to make this the whole time. Oh, man. I don't think I anyone has points yet, do they? 
Yeah, the people got points, bro. I don't think this is the time or place to be telling up the points. Rick, if today was your last day, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> At one point, you were a leader of men, but no longer. Okay, I'm done with the Nickelback. Uh, anyway, next contestant. Um, <sighs> Vince, spit or swallow. Okay. Um, how many do you guys have? Because depending on how many you guys have decided it can be my last one or my second to last. One, two, three. I technically have six, but two or three of them I don't really need to use. So Okay. All right. So I'm going to go with this one. And if we still circle back to me, then I'll save the last one because it's the least, the lesser of the two. So I'm going to swallow... Just for own, my own personal enjoyment, I don't give a fuck about this. This means nothing. It impacts my life zero, except to see the IWC burn. And that is WWE winning promotion of the year, Tony uh, Nick Khan winning, winning promoter of the year, and Triple H winning booker of the year from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards or whatever. They won handedly. I think that's hilarious. Considering the fact that Koki Khan, a few months back or however long ago it was, he was he was like, "There's only there's only room for one Khan in the wrestling business, Nick, and that's me." And he won Promoter of the Year over you, and then Paul Triple H Levesque won Booker of the Year over you, and the other company that you say aren't really doing a lot of good stuff. They're doing terrible stuff. You spend time criticizing on social media about got promotion of the year by this little like award system that you've long valued personally. So I know for a fact, a lot of AW fans and a lot of Tony Khan, uh, a lot of Tony Khan's like achievements and self-worth comes from these awards. And to see them actually acknowledge like, yeah, no, your product hasn't been the best. It's, it's actually been over there. That's been better in our, in our viewers point of view. You did not get the votes. Love that for myself. Love to see it. I just woke up to that news. Can't remember when it was. It might have been Tuesday, or maybe I saw it while I was at work. Then I fucking died laughing. It was hilarious to me. So I'm swallowing the joy that I got out of it. Listen, the the day after that dropped, uh, Tony Khan woke up that morning. This morning, uh, said that the the wrestling news are. Uh, uh, the Wrestling Observer News fans were yanking out my heart. Um, listen, Tony, someday someone that you're met with is going to put something in your mouth and keep you from talking shit. It might not be this afternoon. Uh, and if you don't stop, you're going to throw yourself away. And that'd be too bad. He actually said that? Did he actually say that? I'm just... <laughs> I'm just. Oh, don't, don't even tell him. Don't even tell him. Okay. Tell him. All right. Fine. Fine. See you at the show, Tony. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, since Vince oh, didn't do it, he said he's out. Uh, swallowing Latinos in WWE. We had an awesome. That was my second from Andrade. last one. We, was you should have done it. You uh, we had the awesome vignette first. from Andrade on Raw, and then to follow that up, Paquete de Lobos. Take out the LWO. Electra shows up and she's like, "Hey, uh, y'all aren't loyal. Uh, 
I allowed Santos to abandon me, and I still stuck with him. The fuck's wrong with you guys? He came back for me. He would have been there for you, but no, you sided with Rey Mysterio, so fuck you guys. Here come Andrade, or here come Angel and uh, Humberto, Berto, as they now call him. Berto, Berto. Yeah, Berto. Uh, wipe the fuck out of <laughs> the LWO. and Andra- or, I keep saying Andrade because he was on. <laughs> Santos comes in, and he's like... I loved you. I trusted you and you broke my heart. Fuck you bitches. And bounced. Loved it. Are you turning on uh turning around on Paquete de Lobos and Santos Escobar? I dubbed them Paquete de Lobos. Why would I be turning like what do you mean turning around on them? Because you've long been anti Santos Escobar. When it comes to Santos and the Don, yes, no, Santos is anti. Do okay. I trust Santos? I've been honest about Santos this entire time. Like we have been about Dakota Kai. Doesn't mean I don't like Dakota Kai. She's shady as fuck. Doesn't mean I don't like her. Santos is shady as fuck. You cannot trust this man. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean I don't enjoy watching him do his thing. Sometimes you just like watching shady people do shady shit. As long as it's not to you. I, I get that sentiment. It's one of the reasons why I watch Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Katie. <laughs> Spit or swallow. Um, <laughs> I'm going to swallow the Dana Garcia promo slash his interaction with Christian Cage, who is a fucking menace to society. Agreed. Dana Garcia out there, you know, talking his shit. He gets the title opportunity at Revolution against Christian because Adam Copeland is out with injury because he got a concerto like last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember when. Uh, and then Christian comes out with the patriarchy. Mama Wayne looking fine as always, as she does. Um, and then Christian K is, you know, talking his bullshit. Oh, Daniel, you, you had a rough childhood. And then starts spouting out an address and then talking about his dead dad, which how many wrestlers have dead dads? Because Christian Cage is going to go after all of them at this point. Yes, Matt. Hold on. Did you see what I saw since we're talking about this? Because it was on my. So yep. I have it. I actually screenshotted it. <laughs> I had a feeling you did see to. it. Yeah. Because I saw it on Facebook. So I wasn't sure. So Christian Cage said, Daniel. Do you know a Jackie Garcia whose address is 2 Baker Court, Buffalo, New York? And if you Google 2 Baker Court, Buffalo, New York, it is a fucking cemetery. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Which, like, how Christian did that, I I don't know. I thought that Bobby Lashley was cold for coming in and fucking with King of Trolls, Drew McIntyre, by being like, yeah, remember WrestleMania 37? How'd that end? See you at the chamber. I was like, you're trolling the King of Trolls. And then here's Christian Cage literally giving the address to the cemetery that they are buried in. Shit. Fucking Christ. Menace. What the f- oh, Is this hey. the best version of Christian Cage? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the list of the dead dads club is just growing exponentially and i'm about it 
also i um when christian was talking to shit and you know brings up daniel Garcia's dead dad and he's like I'll be your father now. Nick Wayne's smug little ass was like smiling, and I hated that. Nick Wayne about to have a step about a stepbrother. It's uh, put them on a t-shirt. He was wearing a Christian is my dad or my father or something shirt. Is it is it bad that I want Christian just for one time, one time's sake? After Cody finishes the story, to show up on WWE and talk about Cody's dead dad. That's that's too far across the line. No. <laughs> everyone no, because everyone talks about Dusty. Like it's not it's not new. That's that's Half that's these people the I don't know have dead dads. That's the pinnacle of the talking dead dad shit that Christian can get to. Like that's the biggest, hey, my dad's dead. You know, in wrestling. You're not my dad. Ugly ass fucking Mulan. You got any more, Katie? Uh, no. Seeing as you took my second to the last one, no. Okay, I will finish this off then. I'm swallowing Ashanti the Adonis and Cedric Alexander on SmackDown. (laughs) And (laughs) like the whole fashion thing where Ashanti's like, yeah, we need to look good. And Cedric keeps coming out, and Ashanti's like denying everything, and then dresses him up. Love that whole segment. Fun as fuck. Looking forward to this tag team. It gave me like semi-fashion police vibes a little bit, so I was feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, Ashanti and Cedric, be, big swallow. Fun time. I love it. Hell yeah! All right, let's get into what everyone wanted to hear about anyway, because it happened today, ladies and gentlemen. Smasher pass the elimination chamber. Well, technically, now is. it happened yesterday because it's after midnight and the Central Standard Time, which is the official time globally. Smasher Pass, the Elimination Chamber. The way this works, ladies and gentlemen, is I will mention a match and then I will ask Smasher Pass, and then we'll talk about the match and what we liked and what we didn't like. <laughs> and uh, at the end, we will Smasher Pass the entire pay per view, see if we enjoyed it or not. And this episode's pay per view, PLE, whatever you want to call it, is the Elimination Chamber because it happened this morning. Because I have not gone to bed, therefore the day continues. Until I go to sleep, it's still the same day. That's how life works. Um, <laughs> kickoff show. Kabuki Warriors, Bukaki Warriors defeat Candace and Indy. Indy gets to perform in front of her hometown crowd. Katie, smash pass. Um, I'll smash. For the, I mean, for the sheer fact that Indy got that chance to perform in front of her family and everything. It was a good match. I, I'd ask Vince, but he muted his mic. Vince, smash or pass? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to smash the match. Uh, it was fantastic. Again, green with Katie. Loved that, it, uh, loved that for Indy. She had, had a warm reception when she showed up. And then even after the match, like you got a little glimpse of it before they cut away to the next segment. So it was all good stuff. Love the the match. All four women in that ring, fantastic wrestlers. My only pet peeve, and I, this is just my own personal pet peeve. I don't. It's not a major thing. I need Candice LeRae to get rid of the pixie wings because they look corny and lame in NXT. They look even worse on main roster because at least on NXT they fleshed out this poison pixie character, and on main roster she just looks like a grown ass woman with pixie wings. So okay. So, 
Counter to that, uh, my three-year-old daughter was watching the show today mm-hmm. with me. First match, two things that she mentioned, the two things that caught her eye were, A, EO Sky is her favorite wrestler, and she associated EO Sky to EO's tag team partners, uh, Asuka, who scared her with the makeup, and Kyrie Sane. Um, also, Kate, every time Kyrie Sane comes out, it goes, she's not a pirate. Um, other thing <laughs> yeah. was... Who is the girl with the fairy wings? Candice LeRae. I like her. I like the fairy wings. So while it might not be for you, it has an audience. And I like she that rebuttal. Gear uh, that was uh, chilly. Is that the mom and Bluey? Yes. Yep. She no, I mean. The only part of the gear that I had an issue with was the the wings and. Fair enough. Fine. Uh, if there is an audience for it and she it, she capitalizes on that, good to her. Kudos to her. Kudos to the people. I just personally think it's lame. Um, well, it's not for you. <laughs> That's the thing. For three-year-old girls, Vince. I'm sure there's a it's lot of things three-year-old girls. girls enjoy that you think are lame. I can also guarantee there's a lot of things you enjoy that my three-year-old daughter would think is lame. So like... <laughs> True. She's a savage. I thought you had a rebuttal. Um, I also I love the fact that one of Bluey's best friends is Indy, and Candace's tag team partner is also Indy for <laughs> us nerd parents who love Bluey. Um, <clears throat> I love Bluey so much. I'm also smashing for everything that I just said, featuring my daughter and the opening match and getting to bond with her a little bit over something that I love in wrestling. Thank you for that, Candace LeRae. Um, Katie, smash or pass. Women's Elimination Chamber match. Smash. I mean, the women have been absolutely killing these gimmick matches recently. Um, Tiffany Stratton might as well have been fucking born in Australia with how over she was over there. Because Jesus Christ. It was Tiffy time for everybody. Um, I wanted her to hit a prettiest moonsault ever. On off the top, but I will take a swanton. I will take that. It was still beautiful. Everyone got their chance to shine. I mean, we talked about it for Cal having a flare up and still going out and performing. Kudos, because I could never. I just loved it. It was it was so weird, like the sun being out, but like the sun was setting and it was beautiful. So I I smash it. It was great. I know what you're going to ask, Vince, and I will explain it to you uh, while you're answering Smash or Pass Women's Elimination Chamber. Uh, I'm a smash as well. Uh, Bianca and Tiffany Stratton, for me, were the MVPs of that match with the also inclusion of Naomi. The the only ish, the only reason why Naomi didn't get more of a consideration for MVP is because she was eliminated so early and then the match continued for such an extended period of time after her elimination. Uh, the winner was Becky Lynch. It was one of the only real true answers that I thought should have been in this match. I would have accepted Bianca Belair because I think we all want to see Bianca versus Rhea, but I think they're holding off for that just a little bit longer. I think Bianca, it, Bianca might be the person to take that title off of Rhea because I don't, even though we're going to get Rhea versus Becky, I don't anticipate Becky 
uh, picking up that title from Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Uh, Liv Morgan was one of the final three, which was great. She had a good showing as well. I'm That's glad why she, I wanted to win. I didn't I, like like it got down to the final three, and I would have been okay with Liv. I would have accepted that because I'm like, okay, cool. They're telling a story because there's a story that they're trying to tell. The only but, one with a legit reason to really want to take out Rhea. That's fine. You can take her out. Doesn't mean you're entitled to the championship match and why I think you should be in that spot. That's neither here nor there. No shade towards Liv. I love Liv. That sounded like a lot of shade towards Liv. No. it. Look, if that was the case, then Baron Corbin would have had a claim to challenge Roman Reigns because he was the last person to pin them. He did. Up, he claimed up, it all of the time. And he, he never he shut the it. fuck up about it. And he never got anything from it. Exactly. So just look, just because he got taken out by you got taken out by Rhea Ripley, you pinned Rhea before she leveled up to mommy mode. So like look at WrestleMania, it would have been for a certain uh, uh, section of the fans that would have loved to see Rhea versus Liv. At that point, I'm just like, yeah, Liv's not beating Rhea. Personally, that's how I would have taken it. I would have much rather see Bianca versus uh, versus Rhea or Becky versus Rhea. Uh, so, in terms of the power rankings, that's kind of where it ended up. But the three choices that I would have chosen were there. So, shout out to that. The only thing I'm gonna take negative about this match, and it's a personal negative that also happened in the men's chamber match. Why is it that on Black History Month? You had one of the uh, one of the two black women get eliminated so early, and then everything trans transpires afterwards for such an extended period of time. Naomi got pinned after she got all her offense in, and then got removed from the match. It went minutes before we got the next elimination. And who was the first person eliminated from the men's rumble? Oh yeah, the only black man in I mean not rumble chamber, the only black man in the elimination chamber in on Black History Month, no less. You get, I was gonna say that you get this when we were talking about the men's chamber. He took my point. I was gonna get there. It's like I, I'm black. <laughs> it did. It pissed me off because like all I could hear in in my mind is TC's voice talking about the injustice. I of can't wait to hear TC and Ray talk about this tomorrow. I I'm tuning in <laughs> specifically for that, and it's like <laughs> he's right. And you know what? I see it because. Like obviously, with with my representation, we get the short end of the stick a lot of the times, you know. <laughs> uh, not any horror movies. I mean, that fixed some of that. Uh, LL yeah. Cool J survived every horror movie he's ever been in. That's true. LL Cool Shout, J. Most <laughs> cool rhymes live too. Um, true. <laughs> but yeah, those those I'll are my only pet peeves. But smashing overall the cha- the women's chamber. Uh, also smashing women's chamber. Uh, Becky and Naomi kicked it off. We had Naomi literally on the cage twerking, which um, Zoe said she loved the glow. Uh, Tiffany, as you said, eliminates Naomi. Bianca eliminates Raquel. Uh, I missed who eliminated Tiffany. Tiffany, again, showed the fuck out in that match. Lift, uh, yeah. Cartwheel, backhand springs, and all sorts of shit. MVP. Had a great fucking showing. Um, Tiffany, uh, like I said, eliminated Naomi. Bianca eliminates Raquel. Liv eliminates Tiffany. Liv eliminates Bianca. Becky eliminates Liv and gets the win and moves on. Um, really enjoyed the women's chamber. Huge smash. Yeah, I'm with you. I also, yeah, like we, we mentioned it earlier, just like shout out to Raquel 
eczema it's no joke uh my for that not only my fiance has eczema so you know like it's it's not it's not like a piece of cake it's not a walk in the park so kudos to that but we don't claim her still justin so let's move on we still don't claim her judgment day versus the new catch republic for the tag team champions katie smash or pass i'm smashing for the sheer fact that my tweet was funny as fuck about this match <laughs> i didn't see flying. it you didn't see about his fingers his finger uh, uh, like the fun I thought of that game. off a dome early as fun fuck gun. this morning. I was very proud of myself. Um, no, it was. I mean, I was like kind of dozing on and off between this match. Like, I love boring as fuck. I love Pete Dunne. It was a fantastic match. What you mean, boring not. as fuck? I was tired. A B. No, I'm talking about Matt. Matt. I was like, said it was boring as fuck. This was. I would have swapped this with the women's tag match. To get like indie on that main car because like you know Australian, but the like the match was fine. I'll st- like uh, <laughs> I'm funny, I know. Pretty Kyle understands. Um, but you know it, and I mean Asia Smith, shout out, one of the best refs, kicking Dom's ass out of there. Shout out to her. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, whatever. It was fine. Pass. Uh, I'm going to get that out of the way before Vince goes and sucks this match off real hard. Um, (laughs) I've said what I've had to say about Judgment Day as tag team champions. As much as I love Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, not really... None of this is what I want to see for the tag team titles. None of this mattered to me. I knew New Catch Republic wasn't going to win. This all felt like a waste of time and a filler match, and that's exactly what it was. Um, and it did not have my attention in any way, shape, or form. So, pass. Vince, smash or pass? Uh, obviously, I'm going to smash it because I smash all <laughs> things Judgment Day. Um, but New Catch Republic, I didn't like the name when uh, Tyler Bate announced it just randomly last week on SmackDown. Then when they didn't make their entrance, I still wasn't really feeling that. But as it went on and the match progressed and I kept hearing New Catch Republic and then crowd chanting catch republic i loved it the fans were here's the thing you may have thought it was boring it was not for you you thought it was predictable foregone conclusion kate was dozing on on and off and might have swapped she was tired in her defense yeah understandably so understandably so i'm not criticizing or putting faults on anyone but the fans that were like had a full night's sleep were well rested in attendance were going off for this match they popped hard for the airplane spot with Tyler Bate, I thought it was very entertaining. I thought it was very like enjoyable to watch. There was very <laughs> intense moments, even though I didn't believe that Judgment Day are going to lose these titles until at least WrestleMania. Uh, it was a fantastic match, and I wouldn't have ch- switched it out for anything. I would have just included the Kabuki Warriors versus The Way on the main card and remove the Waller effect. That's what I would have done, but then you don't get Grayson Waller's on, on Australia. Maybe you put him on the kickoff show, but then do you put Cody Rhodes? It's a long thing, but smashing the <laughs> undisputed WWE tag team title match, fantastic. What the fuck was that blackout? When Dom got like uh, kicked out, like the screen went black for a while? Kenny, for your thoughts, was streaking. And that's what I read on Twitter. Ah, well, 
that's actually not. I think what actually happened was the entire front row was flipping Dom off. Fair. So cut that shit real quick. <laughs> that's what I saw from, I don't remember who, but I saw from somebody. They had to cut because a fan really off really color chance and the yeah. entire front row flipping him off. Wait, wait, what, what kind of off color and vulgar shit was he saying to Dom? Because there's a there's there's there are lines to well, can't not be not he the whole front row of the crowd maybe more <laughs> most <Australia>. of Australia. <laughs> if it's just fuck you, Dom, that's fine. But as long as they didn't say no off pocket shit. Got finger. Wait, what? <laughs> He's just talking about my pun. I didn't see the pun. I didn't see the double in there in initially. Okay. Finn. Somehow we should incorporate finger in, in there. Somehow so. we should get Finn Balor and Ricochet on the tag team if we're fingering people. Um. Just saying. Uh. Vince brought it up. Uh, Katie, the Waller effect with Cody and Seth. Smash or pass? Is there anything in between smash or pass? Can I get the or? Because, <laughs> like, it wasn't necessarily needed. Cody got more pyro than, like, everybody combined. Because he deserves S- it. Fair. Seth came out with the Prince glasses. Not the Patrick Clark glasses that people keep fucking saying because they're all stupid. Prince. Uncultured. You're all uncultured swines. Um, <laughs> Joss is still going. I love it. <laughs> the only thing, like... Again, it was it was long. Okay, it's probably leaning more towards past. It was long as fuck. I was exhausted. We didn't necessarily need it. Cody just called out Dwayne for a singles match, which isn't going to fucking happen. Like, it's more than likely going to be a tag match, whatever. Um, tension between Grace Waller and Austin Theory, because Grace Waller's about to drop some news, some exclusives in his home country, and Austin Theory's bitch-ass, wannabe rock-ass, took the mic and started spewing shit. And then he got beat up, so, like, that's kind of fun. But... Yeah, I guess I'm leaning more towards pass. Yeah, you talked yourself into that one. I like it. I did. I really did. <laughs> Vince smashed like, pass. Uh, so I'm going to pass it as well. Katie mentioned it. The only things of note was Cody calling out Rock, which if they had the singles match, cool, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller having some friction because they've kind of felt weird because first Theory comes out. Talk shit about Australia. Out comes his heel uh, tag team partner. He's like, I love Australia. Australia is great. Which obviously, you're in your home country. You're feeling the vibes, right? And then at the end there, gets the mic snatched from him, from Austin Theory, right when he wants to have like, there you heard you guys, like big announcement here only on the Grayson Waller effect. Then Austin Theory gets attacked, and then Grayson Waller just lets it happen and watches it happen. So can we be seeing them do a program with each other and maybe Theory turning heel on Grayson Waller? But then Grayson Waller works best as a heel. So I was more confused about it. So I'm passing just because all of that could have been just removed. Didn't really need it. What? Uh, the, the buns in the chat? Only things worth... 
the only things worth note, and then you literally <laughs> talk about everything that happened in the segment. So the entire segment was worth note. Smash. Pass. Here's why. Here's <laughs> why it's a smash for me. Uh, everything you guys talked about. First off, Cody challenging the Rock to a one v one. Seth being like, "Listen, bloodline some bitches. It's never going to be a one v one. I'll have your back." Mind you, I also swallow and smash everything Cody Rhodes because Cody is America's fucking hero. Second, Austin Theory sucks. In ring, on the mic, in general, is annoying as shit. Gave corny, cheapy Vegemite lines and shit. And then I got to watch him get his ass beat. And I enjoyed that. So, like, from Grayson Waller getting the pop, doing the shoey, doing his thing, getting to be in Australia... I get Cody Rhodes on a pay-per-view that doesn't feature Cody Rhodes. I get Seth Rollins on a pay-per-view that doesn't feature Seth Rollins. I get a tag team match challenge for the bloodline, which we knew was kind of coming. And I get to watch Austin Theory get his ass beat. Smash, smash, smash. That's fair. I get it. All fair points. I just don't think you needed the pay-per-view. I would have just put the Kabuki Warriors versus the way on the main card. I would have too, and I would have got rid of the tag team match that we didn't need that had a foregone conclusion and that has tag team titles that need to be split up that aren't getting split up that we're just, just wasting like our this, time having matches for. Just like the, the guy segment, who got fingered. Everything in that match, like everything in that program was a foregone conclusion. Like we knew Except that. Except we one of them was Australian and we were in Australia. You don't have that going for you, do you? With your tag team match. So, but <laughs> one of the bigger reactions came from that match. That'd be like taking Damian Priest off of the Puerto Rico pay-per-view. Listen, we I'm gonna talk about that shit once we get to the main event, but we'll fuck we'll get there first. Weird, but okay. Uh <laughs> Katie, smash or pass, men's elimination chamber. Smith. Um if Randy actually hurt his back again, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Point blank period. He's selling too well. If he's not actually hurt, I'm scared. Every RKO. Every RKO. Any move. Any move. It's like Randy can't be hurt right now. I can't I just got him back. I was I was going through it at like 7 a.m. this morning. 8 a.m. Whatever. I was going through it. Um I don't know when the fuck Logan Paul got a marker, but he was drawing on his thing. I didn't even notice until like after the fact. And then Kevin Owens just beating people up. Bobby also looked like he got like really hurt, which could also be why he got eliminated first. Cause like Karen Cross fucked up his arm on SmackDown. And then <clears throat> he got his, his all the target for everybody. <clears throat> oh, and he speared Logan Paul through a fucking pot. That's Bobby Lashley's my hero right now. Salute you, sir. And you know, it, Drew McIntyre is a evil man and the only person from raw so of course he was gonna win <laughs> but like i'm not a conclusion that. but you didn't complain about that matt but okay well, i haven't even talked about the match yet well, i didn't complain about a match i haven't talked about <laughs> anyway vince smash Jesus. your pass men's elimination chamber i'm gonna smash it as well i thought it was a very well executed chamber match uh again the only thing I didn't. One of the only things I didn't like about it was Lashley getting eliminated first. It looked like he was injured, yes, Katie, but I'd argue that was part of the story because they had to make it seem like he was injured. That's why they 
did the whole story on SmackDown with the injured elbow. So there's an excuse to take him out of the chamber, open the door, and allow player hater nominee AJ Styles to fly to come in and fuck over LA Knight. This man flew all the way to the other side of the globe on the flat earth that he that he somehow believes he got there. Just to fuck over LA Knight. Like, look, he probably won't win player hater of the year. Shout out Young Kings Wrestling. This is your thing. You coined it. But man, he's gotta he's be a nominee for that. He's in the he's a there's, nominee just for a lot that. Of contention. Yeah. So there's that. Rend up Randy. I don't know if he messed up his back legitly or it was just really good selling. I thought it was legit the entire time he just pushed through. Then I saw people say, Oh, yeah, that was such good selling. So maybe there's an a middle ground there. Maybe there's an in-between. He got legitimately hurt and then used that as a story beat because it was a great story beat throughout the match, right? And I feel like if he was hurt, maybe they would have checked on him or maybe he would have just been like, I know I'm at the end of this match. I know, but we're going to have to rework this and then just called an audible and had someone cover him. But that didn't happen, so hope. Yeah, so he probably just pushed through if he did get legitimately hurt. Love KO fucking up Logan Paul. Logan Paul was one of my favorite things of the entire chamber match. When then they're just completely fucked him up. There was that one part where he did like that pump handle, like drop, like on his knee. Looked like he just dislocated his neck. Loved all of that. It's great shit. Kevin might not have won the match, but he definitely won us over by that ass whooping he gave Logan Paul. And then again, Randy Orton, RKO's out of nowhere on Logan Paul and everyone. Fantastic match. I loved it. I'm also going to smash. However, it was not as good as Women's Chamber. It was predictable as fuck because the only person from Raw that was in the match won the match, challenged for Raw, which I can't be mad about because that's the way it fucking should have been. No one from SmackDown should have even been in that match. Neither here nor there. Uh, AJ coming in, fucking up LA Knight, setting up for something good shit uh randy's here's the thing with randy orton guys he is that damn good that it could be selling it could be legit if it's legit he's gonna push through that shit because he's motherfucking randy orton but he's also so fucking good at what he does that he can sell it and make you believe it's real in everything that he does because he's so fucking good we'll never fucking know unless of course they say he's out um so all of that uh the only thing uh, drew getting the win because logan paul exists kind of sucked for me as yeah. well but it sucks I mean, because it, it might set up randy logan and i don't want that no, i don't want that yeah, at no, all but that. i think that it protected randy in the end yeah <sighs> i am uh i'm not going to assume that vince is going to do what i think he alluded to doing however i'm going to set this up ladies and gentlemen the only world championship on the line in this match, in a singles singles world championship on the line on this entire pay-per-view, the women's world championship, your women's world champion from Australia, Adelaide, Australia, Rhea Ripley defeats Nia Jax in the main event of Mommy's pay-per-view in Mommy's hometown. Mommy, 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 oi, oi, oi. Katie, that could be a title. I don't even have to ask. Smash, 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 smash. I I told Matt, I don't even know if we were live or not, that I was getting emotional for Rhea 
Because you could tell as soon as she came out, she was holding back tears. Let it out after the fact, and it was beautiful. Had the flag on the back of her vest, looking gorgeous as ever, because she always does. Her gear, fantastic. I give Nia Jax her flowers. She kicked ass in that match. She put Rhea through fucking hell. I give her all the props. I was like, now see, like, Rhea's gonna win, but, like, they're really gonna, like, make her work for this. That's fine, I guess. Sure. Rhea was pulling out moves I ain't never seen her do before, so that was kind of fucking cool. Hits the Riptide, wins in her hometown, kind of, but, like, her home country, mind you. Yeah, home country, yeah. But, like, it was... It was the one of once we got past the women's chamber, I was like, I'm literally just staying awake for Rhea Ripley right now. <laughs> and I knew it was the main event, Fair. so I was struggling. But I absolutely love the match. It showed that Rhea can be knocked down, but she will get back up. And it did what it had to do, and it put Rhea or put Naya back into that spot she was in before all the shit went down a few years ago and before she got fired. Um, Vince, you said so. I agree. Mommy, mommy, mommy. Oi, oi, oi. Perfect title. title. Love it. Um, oi, 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 just in case. Um, I know. I, I wrote it now. Maxi, get the fuck off um, of there. Also, while I, we may or may not have picked the thumbnail, uh, which I will talk about when I do my Smasher Pass, alternate idea that you didn't have in there. Well, I, I'll just wait. Vince, Smasher Pass. Okay, so first and foremost, Smash, because Rhea Ripley won, and she looked good doing it. Fucking fantastic. Good, good, solid match. It This, to me, was probably the, the most foregone conclusion match in the entire pay-per-view, aside from the Kabuki Warriors versus The Way in the, in the kickoff show. So I didn't care as much about the actual stuff that Nia was doing, because it's like, I don't give a fuck. You're going to lose anyway. Rhea's going to win. Like They're not going to not give her that win. But it was a fantastic match. The stuff stuff that I saw, everything, good, good shit. The spot that had me cringing, like not in in a bad way, just like at how gnarly it looked, was when Nia dropped Rhea on the announce tables without removing the tablets or whatever. And it looked like it just like jammed one of them jammed right into Rhea's back, and you heard it. So that just was rough. Um, and then you get Simone, like you get like Centon bombed or whatever afterwards through it. Fucking tough. Love this for her. She should have main evented. I was pessimistic up until that last final moment that she was going to main events because I'm like, oh, it's Elimination Chamber. They might make the Elimination Chamber match main event at the end i always thought they were going to have the women go first that way it made sense for the challenger to set up who was going to face rhea ripley or nia jackson knew it was going to be rhea so smashing the smashing the match all together the only thing i'm gonna pass nothing to do with this match it's like you're in australia obviously the crowd is there for rhea ripley you you're there to watch rhea ripley in the main event why the fuck not give the same thing to Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, the two Puerto Ricans, in Backlash? That was afterwards. Did, did we did not like 
unanimously the wrestling community agreed that that should have been an event and that was the best match on the card that had the most pop that was there for the crowd but you had the 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 next redacted thing versus coterie roads in the main event which fell Cody a little Cuban. flat so all latinos are the same no but cuba so. is right next to puerto rico i'm sure there might have <laughs> been some cuban fans there i mean they're literally like right next to each other no no they're uh, literally that... right next to each other like it's florida cuba puerto rico like... <laughs> which is fine logistically <laughs> geographically they're close to each other they're completely different from each other not all latinos are the same look i know i know where you're getting that it's just it did rub me the wrong way like and i'm not trying to get too personal about it but it's like it's bad bunny he's the biggest star and he's in puerto rico versus a, the top puerto rican wrestler thank you in the company they should have main events i'm not anything negative about Rhea. she should have main evented but just like Rhea deserved to main event Damian Priest deserved to main event versus Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico. And Brock Lesnar versus Cody, that wasn't even their best matches. Shouldn't have main event, period. Like, I, I get where you're getting at, but it's like, no. Justice, where justice do. You are very long-winded. You know that? I've been told. Okay. Uh, Smash, uh, everything you guys said, great match. Also, things you guys didn't say. Uh, Rhea in that submission, which I think, if we can find a good picture of, should be the thumbnail. Uh, Rhea's gear, Rhea's jiggles, everything Rhea, uh, <laughs> and plus it being a fantastic match. Smash, smash, smash. Katie, Elimination Chamber, smash and pass. Smash. Vince, Elimination Chamber, smash and pass. Smash. We're smashing Elimination Chamber, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Katie, tell everyone where they can find you. Devin, tuning in at one in the morning. The show's <laughs> fucking over. You missed the whole thing. <laughs> kind of like Roman and The Rock missed the pay per view. You missed the whole thing. Uh, Katie, where <laughs> can they find you? Sheesh. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, KatieRasson13, LinkedIn, Brad's like, I think she's showcase. Twitch.tv slash showcase and YouTube.com slash showcase. Typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern ish. It's usually like 6 15 if you want to like hang out there. Uh, Patreon.com slash showcase. Exclusive numbers of content every single month, except for the past two months. I've been sick and like Christmas was a thing. So whatever. Stuff will be coming soon. Uh, and I just suggest go watch the last episode of Sheila Showcase um, titled uh, Fake Tits and White Guilt. I helped with the contribution of that title. I was part of it. I felt the, included. The, the chat was popping the fuck off, and I, I had to oblige and make that the title. Um, but it was a fun episode. I was popping the fuck off, and Chad Gable is Scrabby-Doo. Scrabby-Doo. Vince, where can they find you? Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Vince. The link tree in my bio takes you to all the archive content of what used to be straight talk, what the episodes going forward until I figured shit out after my wedding is called previews. So they're just previews of content that's going to be going forward, basketball related stuff. We're almost at March, which means I'm going to be doing my wrestling March Madness tournament again. It's going to be exclusively on my YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe over there. Turn on notice so you know when the stream drops. 
like, comment, subscribe, youtube.com slash SCSFins. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing tag teams this year. Uh, haven't decided if I want to do all-time tag teams or current tag teams. I'll see how things go depending on who submits nominees. But, uh, yeah, will your favorite tag team win? We'll find out. And as always, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MattRiddles.MATTRDDER or at Getting Off. Getting Off for your horror content, MattRiddles for your wrestling content, and everywhere else on social medias at Smackin' Raw, whether it is TikTok, Threads, Instagram, or Blue Sky. For Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay, the current reigning and defending in the lead, Pornhub There's Poppy. no race. I am the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. Says the guy who was just arguing about Cubans and Puerto Ricans and how they're different. Now he says there's no race. This has been your number one wrestling podcast on places where you can find people having sex on the internet. I can't stand you.